Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because this topic is so freaking important, especially if you're someone who feels like you're kind of reluctant to share your wins with other people, or you're constantly adding this like disclaimer when you see success in something, or you're dimming your light because you feel guilty, or you don't know how to share your wins or celebrate with other people because you're worried what they think of you. So we're going to dive into all of this today. But first, I want to make sure you know that if you yourself have a podcast idea on your heart, I have a really fun way that you and I can work together to make this podcast dream a reality. It is our small group course called She Goes Podcasting. And it's unlike any other podcasting course out there because the way that we do this is in a super intimate way where we actually have a community of women that you go through the course together with. So my fiance, Sina, and I host this course. We only take 20 women a month and we take you from idea or literally just like gut feeling of, I want to start a podcast. I've been thinking about this for a long time. I like want to make this happen to actually launching in four weeks. It's designed for busy women in particular to help manage overwhelm because we found that a lot of people that have wanted to start podcasts that I've chatted with just feel really overwhelmed by all of it. So we basically take all of this content and we create short videos that are action-packed that you get access to in a portal. And then you're supported and held accountable to actually going through the course and getting your ideas you know, and questions, like having just a community to bounce uh, ideas off of each week because we do a live Zoom call with the 20 women that are part of the course, plus myself and my fiance, Sina. We teach you everything that you need to know from content creation, niche, community building, of course, all of the tech and logistics, like the whole shebang. So if you want to start a podcast and you want more details on how to snag your spot, you can, of course, always shoot me a DM on Instagram, or you can text me podcast course to 512-548- 2728. If you're on my text list, you can just text me back there, you know, podcast course, and I can fill you in on all of the details. But I'm so excited and I can't wait to hear more about your idea if a podcast has been on your heart. I'm only a tiny bit biased, but I feel like podcasting is incredible. So that being said, let's get on the same page here with what we're going to talk about today. And first, let's start with why we're actually worried about what people think about us in general. So for some people, maybe you, I think it comes from this underlying people-pleasing tendency that we have, especially as women. Like even from a young age, we're really socialized to be like nice girls, to make other people feel good. And because of that, we feel valuable when we're in service to others or when other people like us. And psychologists talk about this all the time that, you know, somehow in your childhood or like in early years of your life, you have identified these people pleasing tendencies and made a connection that if you do what other people want you to do or you act in accordance to their standards, then they will like you or love you. And sometimes you might actually believe that people won't like you at all or love you if you don't do what they want or succeed in a way that they deem acceptable. 
And that is really, really important to recognize, right? Because that's what drives us to be so scared of what other people think or so fearful of letting somebody else down and has us like saying yes to things that we don't even want to do. And then we're afraid to leave things that no longer feel aligned or make that jump to that thing that's tugging at our heartstrings because we're so concerned with what other people think about us. And even if you do end up pushing through those like beliefs and those thoughts and you actually decide, you know what, screw this, I'm going to go do that thing that I want to do, regardless of what people think about me, what happens often for people, and maybe you can connect with this, is that people-pleasing tendency or the way that we're socialized from being young girls, it pops up again when you see success in something. Because maybe that success makes you different from your peer group or from your parents or from your sister, right? Like maybe you're more fit than them. Maybe you've got a better relationship. You have more money. You're climbing the corporate ladder quickly, right? You've seen the success in your business and, you know, you want people to like you. And maybe some of the people aren't seeing the results that you're seeing. So you're scared that they might not like you if you're different than them right? And you might feel like you won't be understood by them. And it makes sense fundamentally because even if you feel like you don't struggle with people pleasing or you wouldn't label it as like, you know, Kate, like I don't struggle with people pleasing. It's human nature to want to be like belong, right? To want to be in community and to have other people like us. We don't want to be different because we fear being alone. It's this whole like primal part of our brain that we don't want to get kicked out of the tribe. But that belief and that thought pattern is definitely not serving us. It's holding us back from, you know, living up to our massive potential that we're born with and sharing our gifts with the world or being examples of how we live our life to show other people what's possible. Because remember, your life and how you choose to live it is a testimony of what's possible for other people. And honestly, especially if you notice that you're like overly worried of what other people think and it's holding you back from doing the things that you know you feel called to do and the belief that other people have to like you or be proud of you in order for you to feel worthy of happiness or fulfillment or love or success, whatever that looks like in your life, that will literally stop you from building a life that you love. And if you play life by other people's rules, you might end up with a shoulda, woulda, coulda regret. And that could have you resenting those people whose rules you played by later, right? Because think about what do people regret on their deathbed the most? That they didn't do the things that they wanted to do. They lived their lives in accordance to other people's standards or expectations. And I could rant on this all day long because I truly believe to our core that it is our jobs not to be likable, but to be ourselves and trust that other people are going to connect with us and support us. And I believe it's our job to show up authentically to chase our dreams with our gifted visions because we were gifted visions for a reason. And those reasons and those gifts look different than everybody else's. So how do we actually do this? I want to talk about three specific ways. Number one, we learn how to get not too high or too low on other people's opinions. Number two, we've got to expect that every single person is not going to fulfill everything that we need in that relationship. And number three, we've got to get really freaking intentional about the environment that we're curating, not just in our head, but the people around us. So let's dig into each of these three things. Number one, 
I will tell you what has worked so freaking well for me is I am super cautious not to get too high on people's compliments or too low on people's negative feedback. And holy crap, it is a game changer because as much as I want people to like me and I want to belong just like you do, you know, and I want people to think I'm cool or whatever, I know my happiness is my job and it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility to build up the belief that I'm worthy of success. I don't put the keys to my happiness in anybody else's pocket, including my own fiance, Sina, right? My best friends, my parents, which means I can't get so hyped on positive things that people close to me have to say, and I can't get too low if they don't agree with me, which is much easier said than done. But I promise you with practice, it does get better, right? Because if you succeed or if you like, you know, quote unquote fail, I believe that failure is just giving you feedback so you can approach things differently. But point is, if you succeed or fail, the feedback that you get and like from an external perspective can't affect you as much. Like we've got to figure out a way for it not to affect you good or bad. Because I have some people who say some really nice things about me every single day. And I'm so grateful for that. Then of course, there are some people that don't vibe with me. And I know and expect that the more I build a personal brand, you know, through this podcast, through my company, she goes, there are going to be so many more people that have negative things to say about me. I expect that that's coming, but I'm not as scared about that coming because I'm not going to let either affect me more because I have to focus on my own belief in myself and what I think about me when I put my head on my pillow at the end of the day right? Which is why I try and do things like set these tiny little goals so that I can celebrate myself and build confidence, which I talk a lot about on this podcast. But I also set small goals throughout the day to give me an opportunity to keep a promise to myself. Because when I keep a promise to myself, I start to believe in my own word and I trust myself and I feel more confident that I can give my own self compliments. I don't need to worry about what everybody else is thinking right? Which in turn also means I can self-soothe like a lot better when things go wrong. I'll get really upset about something, but I can bounce back more quickly because I can talk myself through it. And then I can also feel really proud of myself when things go well. So the point is not getting too high on other people's feedback, even if it's really great and not too low on other people's negative feedback and just catching yourself in real time. If you find that you're really affected by what your mom thinks or what your significant other thinks or what your sister thinks or what some random stranger on Instagram thinks about you, that we've got to make sure that we're taking it more internal. So you're internally feeling proud of yourself so that you can really manage um, how you're showing up to each day, right? Because you can't control anybody but yourself. Number two is this is crucial. Expecting that not every single person is going to fulfill every need that you have in a relationship because that expectation is always going to have us being let down. Not everybody can be everything to you. And you've got to know who your people are that you go to for what. Right? Like not all of your girlfriends are going to be your go-tos if in your business you're seeing success or in your career you're getting a ton of wins, right? You're not going to go to the same girlfriends to talk necessarily about business and relationships and I don't know, the bachelor and your fitness goals and your big dreams. And that's okay. I think sometimes in our culture, we're socialized to think that like one person can be everything to us. And that is a lot of pressure to put on another person. Right? 
and I have a lot of girlfriends, but when I look at my five closest besties, they are all so different and I go to them for different things. I do not expect one of my like non-entrepreneurial best friends to get as excited about a business win as someone who's in the space, who understands the behind the scenes of what it's like to get there. And I don't blame them for not getting us excited. Of course, they're going to be excited and proud of me, but I don't, I don't put this expectation of how much enthusiasm they're going to have towards something that they don't fully understand. In fact, one of my best girlfriends is really successful in business. And I know because she's told me that when something epic happens, she only texts me, her mom, and her sister to share her true, genuine excitement because she knows that we're all going to celebrate with her and we're all going to get it, right? And be genuinely excited for her and understand the work that went into it because she's sharing the behind the scenes with us, right? I understand it because I'm in that space. And then her mom and her sister, they're privy to the information of the lows that she's experienced along the way so they can understand the wins. So not everybody's going to clap for you all the time, which is why it's your job to clap for yourself. And it's, it's hard to do because we want everybody to be excited about us, but it is an expectations problem. And I'm always personally on a mission to take the finger that I want to point at someone else, flip it back around, point it at myself and say, hey, what can I own here? Am I being the type of friend that I want to have? Am I expecting that, you know, my friends are celebrating me and I'm not celebrating them, right? Am I calling my mom to ask her what she's excited about? Or am I just expecting that she's going to get excited for me all the time, even though she's my mom? I don't put these expectations on certain roles, right? Like, am I trying to be interested in what other people are doing? Or am I just more worried if they think I'm interesting? totally different vibe, totally different results, but it's just really releasing expectations in general so we don't feel let down. And number three, I think we have to get really freaking intentional about curating an environment of people who are succeeding at our level or beyond. Like you got to be around people that you can borrow belief from because they're further along than you and they're showing you what's possible, which is why it's so important for you to show up, right? And people that will celebrate with you genuinely. You've got to have those people in your life because you become a byproduct of the expectations of your peer group. So if you're around people that are at your level or vibrating even higher than you, you're going to be able to grow and you're going to be able to level up because you're not going to feel alone. You're not going to feel weird, whether that's in business or relationships or health, whatever it is. It's funny because I was thinking about like Sina and I, my fiance, we do not spend time with other couples who don't treat each other well because we know how much osmosis is real, right? We want to have an exceptional relationship, which means we don't want to spend our nights or weekends hanging out with people that don't communicate in a way that we feel is at our level or even beyond us because it affects us so freaking much. And I know if I want to get in better shape, I have to hang out with other people who have those same values, like the core values of health and curate an environment of people around me who are also even more fit than me or want to talk about, you know, I don't know, biohacking or want to talk about things that I don't understand yet because they actually know more of the path and I can learn so much from them, which means that along the way toward that path of where I want to go, they're going to understand those small wins and they're going to be able to celebrate because they get it, right? Because they've been at the stage that I've been at. And I legitimately created my membership group, She Goes Community, which is for side hustlers, entrepreneurs, 
and women who want more. You can check the show notes for how to get on the wait list or jump in and depending upon when you're listening to this podcast. But I truly believe that community is everything when you're trying to grow because you have to find ways to not feel alone. You've got to have, you know, when those thoughts come up in your head, you have to have people that you can bounce those ideas off of. The people that don't think it's strange that you're feeling all the feels that come with growing. You just don't have to go alone. Even if your significant other or your sister or your mom or your girlfriends don't get it, it is your freaking job as a grown ass woman to find people who do get it. That's your job, right? It's this whole concept of like, stop asking people for directions who haven't even been where you're going. Start getting in the rooms with people who get it and they're trying to figure it out. So it's like, come with me. Let's figure this out together. And I honestly believe with every single morsel of my body that we need more women like you unapologetically showing up, shining their lights brighter, showing people what's possible, raising the status quo because it is so freaking hard to be what you can't see. So you got to get over what your mom or your sister or your significant other or some random girl on Instagram thinks of you and this idea that you have and you chasing that dream of your dream body or your dream career or your dream business or the life that you're living. You got to share your wins. You got to shine your light and you've got to crank it up a notch and make it even brighter so you can be the proof of what's possible and help us legitimately change the world for women, period, right? I get so fired up and sweaty in weird places when I talk about this. So let me just tie this up in a bow. Number one, we've got to remind ourselves it's our job to not get too high or too low on other people's reaction to anything that we're doing in life, in particular to our success. Number two, we've got to expect that not every single person is going to fulfill everything that we need in a relationship. And that's totally cool, right? We've got to remind ourselves that expectations always have us feeling let down. And the only person that we can control is ourselves, our thoughts, our behaviors, and our actions. And number three, we've got to get really damn intentional about curating an environment of people who are succeeding at our level or beyond in the areas that we're trying to grow in. Because remember, girl, a rising tide lifts all boats. So you got to keep rising. We literally need you. Shine your light a little bit brighter. It's going to inspire other people who are on this path to you. I love this, that we get to be on this journey together. And I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.